Hi everyone, you're listening to Passports, Cameras, and Maps. Oh my, I'm your host, Janine Romo, aka The Wild Explorer, and I'm here today with our producer, Martha, again. And we have a special guest, um, David, who is here to talk about uh, the World Cup in South Africa in 2010? 2010. 2010, right. Yeah. Um, so today's episode 14, um, David, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, cool. Um, so yeah, my name's David. Thank you for having me, first of all. Um, I did, uh, I did in fact go to the World Cup in 2010 in South Africa. Um, I'm from Mexico, been living in the U.S. for most of my life, though, uh, and was given the opportunity to um, study abroad during college, and I took it, applied, I got in, and so one of the uh, one of the countries that were that uh, were part of that uh, international student program was South Africa. And nice. then given that I'm a big soccer fan, football, uh, it was like a, you know, a win-win situation for me. So I applied, I got into the university in South Africa, and I was able to take part in, in a few few games. So it was cool. So you kind of chose South Africa, yeah. like, for the World Cup. Right. Like. Actually, okay, so, so my... Um, my uh, my undergrad, I uh, majored in sociology, and so there was there was a about four schools that were that uh, or I'm sorry four countries that had that international student program. One of them was South Korea, which initially I wanted to go to South Korea because I want to learn oh, Korean. Yeah, um, should have. And no. yeah, <laughs> and and I was like, oh, you know, South Korea. And then as I continued, you know, researching the schools that are, that were available, I saw South Africa, and I was like. Well, that's just, <laughs> you know, that's, that's just fate. That's just, yeah, exactly. So I applied and like, yeah, I got in. And so it was, it was kind of like a, but they had a program too. So I wouldn't have just gone just to, you know, I had to like, I had kept leaving school in the back burner long enough. So I, I had to like definitely do something that it was going to get me to that, you know, to my bachelor's and yeah. yeah. Awesome. That's, that's pretty funny that you, uh, just kept that in mind. Oh, okay. Well, the World <laughs> Cup's coming up, so yeah. Yeah. So okay, that's how you ended up at the World Cup. That's pretty awesome. Well, that's how you ended up in South Africa. How did right. you get into the games? Okay, so <laughs> sorry. So the games. Um, South Af- Africa being a third world country, the 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 tickets for the games are pretty cheap. Um, the, over there, they have their currencies ran. So that's the name, ran. That's the name of the, like in Mexico would be pesos, right? Here, dollars. Um, so ran, for each ran, or for each dollar, um, I believe it's like 20 to 25 ran. So okay. in other words, it's a dollar will get you a lot, you know? Yeah. So what I did, because it wasn't just like, you know, I had to also... Um, research as to should I buy tickets online or should I you know should I buy tickets at at South Africa and so um a lot of friends that I met there during the World Cup they bought their tickets online and they paid maybe like like 80 to up to 100 depending on the game up to 100 bucks for each ticket right okay which is actually a lot cheaper than what I've been seeing for for Russia Russia. yeah yeah Russia being a European country I'm pretty sure like when it was in Germany I know that the 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 World Cup, the tickets were pretty expensive, but I mean South Africa again. You know, it's not not to talk about about South Africa, but you know, it's not a um, their economy is not as strong, I guess you could say. So then the tickets, okay. they couldn't sell the tickets for that much. Then 
people, even though there's a lot of people coming from, you know, but the South Africans wouldn't have been able to afford them, you know, because of the, you know. So, um, yeah, so each ticket was like 30 bucks. Wow. That's pretty awesome. And so, yeah, and then, so I saw some games. I paid for him, you know. I met a really good friend. I had a, I met a really good guy. Um, he's Swedish, um, and we he's he was kind of like my my partner in crime. Nice. And then I met people from from Azteca Deportes, which is a a Mexican sports um, what is it, show network. Network, um, and instantly I was like, hey, you're from Mexico. Yo también. De dónde son? <laughs> and then um. They spoke English, but uh, they didn't speak it that well, uh, you know. So, so I just pretty much tagged along, and I was their translator. So that's what got me into other what? other games and just you know, like touristy things in South Africa for free. That's <laughs> awesome. Cool. So it was like you were an unofficial translator, right. Right. but you just that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, it was it was awesome because I mean, it wasn't work at all. I mean, I would translate a couple of things, but their English was. It, it was strong enough for them to be able to speak to, you know, but it was just kind of like those, um, in order for, for me to, in order for the company or the network to pay for my entrance and stuff like that, they had to make it as in like, oh, you know, like these guys are helping us out, you know? And, um, yeah. And so I obviously I'm able to speak at, at times English pretty well. Um, so, <laughs> so that was a, you know, win-win and I just jumped on board and, nice damn i wish i was fluent in spanish that would (laughs) it would just open up just random doors (laughs) you never know okay cool and how long were you there you said 10 months i was there for 10 months yeah okay so how was it like okay you got there and it wasn't the world cup Right. right right and then yeah so i got there in um the beginning of the of the uh, actually, no, it would be some, um, spring semester here. Uh, so it was in, in January when I, when I got to South Africa. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it was just school business, you know? Um, I remember flying in, uh, to Johannesburg and then from Johannesburg, um, we, uh, took a smaller plane to Port Elizabeth, which is where I was residing um, okay. that's where I went to school. So I went to school at NMMU, Nelson Mandela Metropolitan University. Um, and so we, uh, yeah, we, there was in, we took a, a, a South Africa flight airlines from, from New York. So I started from LAX, I went to New York and then from New York, we took a South African airlines and then fl- flew to South Africa to uh, Johannesburg and then from Johannesburg to, uh, Port Elizabeth. Um, it's a long way. Yeah. <laughs> It was like 22 hours, I think. So how was um, how was it before and after, I guess, the World Cup? So during the World Cup, I mean, it was, you were probably there and in the same place, and it was just different, like, at right. either time. So right. how, how was it, you know, before or after the World Cup? How was the city? How were the people? How was the food? So South Africa, um, so Port Elizabeth, it's, it's a pretty the town i guess you could say or the small yeah the it's pretty westernized right okay so um that's that's what i liked and that what i felt was a beauty about south africa is that you could you could be somewhere and it, it could be like pretty 
Like it was, it was the most um, southernest point. So there was like beaches. It, it had a little resemblance to like Santa Monica at times, you know. But then you could drive like up north, like twenty minutes, and then you'd definitely be like a, a culture shock. So the the initially, um, it was nice. It was beautiful. But definitely, once the World Cup was was approximating, man, it it was just a different feel to it. Just a lot more people, a lot more things going on. Establishments, uh, establishments were opening up like throughout the the uh, the pier in South Africa. I believe like maybe like two months prior to the World Cup, maybe two to three clubs opened up. So in other words, they were getting ready to host like because South Africa is pretty much a month long party. It's, wow. I mean, I'm sorry, the, the World Cup. Yeah, World Cup. it's just that's just the way it is. The atmosphere that it brings and stuff. It's just, it's awesome. So. yeah so it was um it was really it was really interesting um just uh, the the country the the city would just everything had world cup you know um merchandise and from countries all over the world then you had the people coming in from you know from italy from france from korea all the teams that made it to the world cup and also Mm -hmm. just fans you know yeah you were hanging out with like just other people from Africa, other people from all over the world. It was sweet. It was awesome. And it it was like, it was happening in a bunch of different cities within right. South Africa, right? right? Okay. So did you go to the games just near Port Elizabeth or? No, I went to, I went to, um, to, to, uh, games there in Port Elizabeth, but then I also went to uh, Cape Town. Okay. And I saw two games in, two games in Cape Town. So, I was going to go to Johannesburg, but um, it was just too far. Okay. You know? And then this was towards the end of my stay in South Africa, so my finan- finances weren't as strong. as you know, <laughs> I had already spent a lot of money um, on, like, just room and board there because, you know, we had to pay. School School gave us, like, a, a financial aid, gave me some money for, you know, for my, my, um, my stay there, but most of it came, like, loans and out of my pocket of savings so yeah i couldn't you know i had to step it down a notch but still i still was able to um i was able to catch seven games so that's awesome seven mm-hmm. wow impressive okay and how far is port elizabeth from cape town that's um still a distance right i believe it's like yeah like six hours okay and then johannesburg is even it's even farther north so oh, wow. then that would have been like uh, it, yeah, it's pretty far. So that's why it's like, either we drove, we rented a car, or we, um, you know, we wouldn't fly because we wouldn't have we didn't have the money to fly, you know, to pay for an airline ticket. So we'd have get, catch a bus or, um. But yeah, it was just, yeah, it wasn't enough. That's awesome. Okay, so then while you were there in South Africa, um, did you visit any other neighboring countries or? No, so. So what I was going to do is I was going to go to Egypt. Okay. I really wanted to go to Egypt. But then that was the kind of like the either I go to Egypt or, <laughs> or, you go to the or, World I, Cup. or I go to the World Cup, you know, and um, it was it was pretty um, it was a hard it was a tough decision at first. But then I just I had it, you know, I figured, hey, I could go to Egypt, you know, farther along the lines, you know, I just but the World Cup. I, well, I could have also done that, but it's just. You can't skip it. You have yeah, to. it's kind of like a, yeah, yeah it's right there. You have to prioritize, there. you know, this is, that was a priority. But yeah, so I did tour, I did what they call the, um, 
the garden route in South Africa, which is you go through like the different bays around the, you know, the. Um, so all on the the coast. Right, the coast. Like the south. Okay. So that's that's what I that's what I did. So I went to like Port St. John, Coffee Bay, um, and other other different like beaches around the area, and it was um, wild farm. It was beautiful. South Africa is just it's awesome. Really? Okay. That's that's good to hear. Yeah. I've I've heard things about South Africa, mm-hmm. but I also recently heard that they're going through some sort of like water crisis. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy because actually right now um they have an international student program for summer at the school that I'm currently attending um for grad school and one of my uh, my classmates was going to go to South Africa. She was going to go to Cape Town, but um they actually ended up canceling the university so for the university to actually cancel like the you know the the program because they're they i guess i guess they're like they have a contract with the university university um and yeah because they don't have any water wow so they're literally like they had a i think i think they switched it to somewhere in latin america i think like nicaragua okay but um yeah right now they have a crisis yeah they have a serious drought which is it's a bummer yeah, that sounds insane. Cause like we had <laughs> our own drought in California, right. but I mean, yeah, yeah but I think they're going through is yeah, serious. Wow. Yeah. Are there any language barriers? You in know South what? Africa? So I would say like ninety percent of the population speaks English. Okay. Um, cause South Africa was uh, it was um. What do you say? It, um, colonized? Colonized by the Brits and I believe Portuguese. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, so everybody speaks Spanish. But there's a lot of dialects that within like the the, South, Everyone the speaks black English. South Africans. Yeah. Okay. But but then there's like um, Afrikaans, which the, 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 the white, I guess you could say the white people. I don't want to know how to <laughs> you know? um, They speak Afrikaans. And then like the, the black Africans, the, you know, um, they speak. Kosa, they they speak um, Tutu, and they have it's it's several. I think it's a, about ten of them. Ten different languages. Ten different languages. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But English is still oh, the the main, you know. The main language the main there. Language. Okay. I actually took a class of uh, Kosa. I had to take that was part of our kind of like our our program. Uh-huh. You had to take um, a different language, you know, to you know to get familiarized with the culture and stuff like that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It was super tough, though. You know how they say if you know, if you're if you're bilingual, it's easier for you to like learn another language. Well, that wasn't the case with me. <laughs> I bombed that. You're class. like, yeah, I don't yeah. know what that is. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's cool. So you still know a little bit, or I know a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I know like just how to say like, "Hi, how are you?" You know, "How are you doing?" But yeah, those are those are always good ones. Say it. <laughs> oh, actually, you know what? <laughs> Um, have you guys watched Black Panther? Yeah. Okay, so. I have not. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, <laughs> uh, but I have. So, you know the, the language that they speak when they're in, um, in, what is it called? Kowanda, what is it? Wakanda. Wakanda, yeah. <laughs> they speak, uh, Kosa there. Yeah, so then I was reading the subtitles, and then my friend from South Africa was like, yeah, you know, like, uh, I didn't have to read the subtitles because I understood. And oh, so, yeah, they speak. Yeah. That's awesome that so, they included that. It's one of those, like, clicking languages. It's actually... So are you going to say hello? Uh, yeah, hello is... um. So for 
for males is um, molo buti, and for male for females is molo sisi. So if you're saying hi to a woman, is when right. you would change, or mm-hmm. women can only say it that way. No, no, no. Just when when like say I'm saying hi to you guys, mm-hmm. I'd be um, molo sisi because you guys are women, right? But oh. if it was my husband Brian, mm-hmm. who's outside been, watching the game, okay, <laughs> it would have been a uh, molo buti. Yeah. So it's like, new. yeah, it's actually pronounced um, also you have to do like, like if you really want to speak it accordingly, that's why it has like the clicking things. But don't ask that much about that because I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it wasn't my. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah. Would you go back to South Africa? Oh, definitely. I've been wanting to go back. Nice. But it's it's pretty. Once you're there, it's, you know, it's not that it's not that expensive, but the flight and stuff is expensive, it's to, expensive get there. to get there yeah. that makes sense it's it's a long way yeah oh wow um what would you recommend someone to do in south africa um i mean a little bit of everything um obviously definitely go to cape town cape town is the beautiful city cape town uh resembles a lot like um san francisco there's always okay. something to do there's always like you know it's like a how would you say it it's like a it's one of those the the most um it's more of a like a a young crowd you know because you have like the i don't recall the name of the university in cape town but there's a pretty big university there that so it's like a it's it's a lot more lively you know okay. it's beautiful um definitely go to cape town definitely go to uh um johannesburg johannesburg's beautiful as well and do that garden route that going to like they have beautiful beaches they have really good wine as well south africa is actually known for having one of the best wines in the world which i don't know um crazy i knew that they had wineries Mm -hmm. okay that's cool wineries are really nice too um and it's just it's awesome because you're you're like the place that i would recommend the most while you're doing the garden route it's called wild farm or wilderness farm wilderness farm wilderness farm it's beautiful. It's it's literally a mountain right beside the beach, and it's just it's breathtaking. That sounds really nice. Yeah, it, it's mountain just, and beach. It's awesome. Um, and then definitely go to the hostels. The hostels there are sweet too. That's what we did when we did that. You know, that lots little of partying. Tour. Lots of partying. That that's what I mean. That's kind of what hostels are all about. Yeah. <laughs> it's like every night kind they have of. a theme. You know, hat hat party, and then this party, <laughs> and hat party, and yeah. I guess I've been going to the wrong hostels. Um, they haven't had a theme nights. Yeah. Well, yeah. South Africans know how to party. There we go. Well, well, I've never been to a hostel. I've only stayed at hotels, and I'm not going to go to hostel now with the little baby in tow. It'll be fine. I'm just kidding, yeah. I don't yeah. know if that's... <laughs> I probably need, like... No, well, what's the difference between... What would be the difference? How how did you see the difference between a hotel and a hostel in South Africa? Was it like a huge? So hostels, so the hostels that we stayed at, um, yeah, it's kind of like a, it's like a big room, you know, and there's different, like there's more than one bed. And so you share it, you know, you share it with like other people. Um, it's not like you have like a room for yourself, you know, and then like the, the kitchen, it's also like, you know, it's kind of now, it's kind of like a airbnb in a sense because in airbnb you could like rent out a whole home and then um you could take your friends and then you could all, all you guys will share a room right and you share the kitchen and stuff like that well it's it's similar in that sense because a hostel is like it's like it's like a big room uh, a bunch of beds 
Um, and then you just, you know, you share the, the kitchen and everything else. And then, you know, whatever, whatever's available. There's a lot, there's usually always a board where, where people ha that have traveled there, it'll recommend like where to go next or what's around the area or what you could do. And so it's, it's kind of a community in a sense, you know, a small yeah, little community. It's kind of like, like a co-ed, um, like a sorority or fraternity house. Like you, you yeah. go there and you're with other peers and yeah, like there's like a shared kitchen, usually, um, common room. So mm -hmm. it's really good for like solo travelers or if you're just traveling in a really small group, mm -hmm. um, it's an affordable way to stay a bunch of places. Yeah. Well, I guess maybe I could stay there, but people wouldn't want me to stay there with the baby you in a what? big old room sharing. There was actually, um, uh, two of the hostels that, that, uh, we stayed at, they had kids. Oh yeah. So it's not like, I feel like it would be like an, like my, like, I don't think it's an annoyance, but I feel like if I took, you know, a baby mm -hmm. to a mm -hmm. hostel when we share a big old room that other people might be mad yeah. if he's crying or pooping yeah. or whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, that was the first time, I don't know if you're more familiar with the hostel business, but that's the first time I, um, uh, stayed at hostels and I'm pretty sure there, there might be some that are children friendly or kid friendly. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Um, I have stayed at, I've stayed at, I've stayed at a bunch of hostels and, um, I've probably seen kids like, um, only like a couple times. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, usually they're like a little bit older, maybe like three, four, yeah. five years old. Um, yeah. but yeah, they're like, they were there. I remember playing with one actually. It was like randomly. She was this cute little, uh, Chinese girl. And, um, she only knew like a, a few words in English. So we didn't speak a lot, but, um, yeah, I think, I think there's like maybe like family rooms or something. Yeah. I, I, I think, uh, I think there is because the host they weren't staying with, they had a separate room, the, the, the family with the kids. So I don't know if that room was more like a kind of like a set room for, for people that, because I mean, everybody travels, you know, at, right. at you know, people travel with kids or whatever. So I get, I'm guessing they have like, like a different, yeah room. they might have like stayed in like like a two or three bed room or four bed room like if you're a family um um if you're a family traveling with like two kids and in your partner then you could easily like stay in like a four bed room um and it's still going to be most of the time it's still going to be a f more affordable than staying at a hotel plus you have the kitchen and stuff like that so you're able to like make your own meals there which of course is a lot more affordable um yeah so i yeah you could do it sorry for segueing guys so back to south africa mm -hmm. <laughs> so you said they had really good wines did you do is that what you drank mostly or did they also have um like a lot of like their own beer um you know what they do have their own beer the beer that i drank there the most the most it's called newcastle um it's a yeah it's a no wait, Newcastle? I'm sorry. It's not Newcastle. <laughs> it's called um yeah, it's called um I think it's called Dark Star? No, not Dark Star. Uh what was the name of it? The name slips me now, but yeah, they they um their wine is definitely more popular than the beer. Um I didn't see like many, you know, like 
many uh, breweries and stuff like that, but definitely a lot more like wine and stuff. And then they, they have also like odd types of beer as well. Like I actually saw Corona there as well. So Mexican beer. So they have like um, Budweiser and they have, you know, your typical Heineken and stuff like that. So you p- did you prefer their wine or their beer while you were there? Their wine. So you were getting tipsy off of their wine. The, uh, like a box of wine is definitely cheaper than like a twelve pack <laughs> of beer. So that was kind of the go-to. The go-to, yeah. Wait, hold on. Wine was cheaper than what? The beer? Than beer, yeah. What? Depending on the quality, right? Um, yeah. There's certain wines that would cost a lot. But I mean, if you're staying, you know, and you, it's, it's quantity versus quality because of, <laughs> you know. It's yeah, I guess like, if you're partying for a month long. Uh, yeah, you'd have I to. But you. um. But the wine, yeah, it's really good. And so that's pretty much what I drank the most. Plus, oh, and they have brandy's really big with them, too. Brandy? Yeah, Yeah, they drink a lot of brandy with Coke, which is gets you super hyper. And (laughs) the next day makes you feel really bad because of all the sugar. But um, yeah, they drink a lot of brandy. Nice. Um, I have to get going, but Martha is going to finish up the show. Yes, Janine has to take off to um, Portugal right now. Nice. She has to catch a flight. Just kidding. No, she has to catch um, LA traffic into um, downtown. That's not so. So Portugal she'll be there. leaving us. Um, but don't worry. Um, you're in good hands, I think. <laughs> if you have any complaints, just email us. <laughs> okay, so, um, so did you, since you said the atmosphere is very different you know, before the World Cup and during mm-hmm. the World Cup. Um, I'm sorry. Which did you prefer? Like, did was it more, did you like enjoying the country or did you prefer, like, the intensity of, like, all the people there and the games? Like, say without the games, like, because then you would definitely prefer the World Cup. Right. But just, like, the atmosphere and the food and the people. Like, which which did you prefer? Bye-bye. Um, I definitely preferred... I mean the 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 um the World Cup and that just that that type of vibe and that type of like you know um, atmosphere that it brings it's just it's it's uncomparable. I mean South Africa, I it, it's awesome and it was just friendly people. You know everyone was really cool and stuff. But I I preferred yeah when during the World Cup. Oh okay. Yeah. And the beer is actually um black label. Black label. Yeah. Okay. And the wine. What was your? Did you do you remember your favorite remember wine? wine? I just tried so much, so many types of wine that you I were just like bring it on. Yeah, I just said. Is it more white or red? Red or rosé? Red. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Okay, so um, would you? So you would go back to South Africa? Definitely. Okay, even though you've been there before, you wouldn't pick another country to go visit before. Um. I mean, if I would, well, there's other countries that I that I'd like to go to, you know. But in, I guess since I feel now that, you know, that it was just though I was there for ten months, I didn't really take it in as much as I mm-hmm. should have. And so now it's kind of like something that I'm like, man, I should have enjoyed it a little bit more. I should have done this. Or I should have done that. Because like, there's a lot of stuff. Because to do. there's a lot of stuff to do. Like shark diving was one thing that I didn't do, and I was. I should have. And would you want to go there alone again or like exploring on your own or would you want to go with someone? Well, I'd want to go with my fiance. Oh. Just because, you know, um, that would definitely be best. Um, but alone would be fine too, you know. It's just, no, You'd actually, prefer. I'd prefer, yeah, I'd prefer to go there, show her where I've 
you know, where I was, the school and just all the atmosphere and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd prefer to go with her. Oh, that'd be nice. Have yeah. some wine at the, what was that? The mountain and the beach? Oh, uh, Wilderness Farm? Yeah. Yeah. I'm telling you, that place is was breathtaking. Okay. So would you go to another World Cup? Oh, definitely. I was actually going to go to Brazil, but that's, I was finishing my undergrad then. Oh, okay. And um, so I wasn't able to. Actually, I'm sorry. I had just started my graduate program. So I was Your graduate, to, okay. Yeah. And then right now I'm currently in school, so I, I wasn't able to go to Russia. But um, I'm definitely applying and going for the 2022. And where is that? The United? Yeah. No. That's in, in Qatar? In Qatar, Qatar, yes, yes. Yeah. Qatar. Yeah, I've been wanting to go to a World Cup since forever now and um i wanted to go to the brazil um well i didn't go to south africa because when was it was 2010 so i was fresh out of college um and i didn't have any money at that point um but i thought it was going to be really expensive like mm, i thought i wouldn't be able to afford it like how you said the tickets were affordable like i thought they were going to be like ridiculous yeah that's you know what that's what i thought also um Initially, mm-hmm. I thought I was only going to be able to probably go to two, three, maybe. Um, but it's actually, again, because South Africa and their economy. Affordable. Yeah, it was it was really affordable. You know, what yeah. was most expensive was getting to places, you know, just your you the know, from point eight, the transportation. Yeah. Um, but the actual, you know, like getting tickets for the game, it was it was awesome because, you know, people got to enjoy it more. I, I, th- I think, you know, yeah, get and to see more games. The next world, the last World Cup in Brazil, I really wanted to go to that one. And I was learning Portuguese and I was like really like into it. But then they had the new like they had different like stories about how things weren't ready and that there was like crime and that they were just like a bunch of stuff. And then uh, my now then my boyfriend, Brian, now Mm -hmm. husband. He was like, no, we can't go. It's really dangerous. Everything's oh, ready. And I was like, no, everything's fine. They'll finish it. He was like, no. He just would not like agree to go. And then, have and word then with it, him. it came and went, and I was like, just nothing happened. Yeah. Everything was all fine. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it was a bummer. In South Africa, too, I mean, before the World Cup, uh, there's a lot of I mean, it's like any country, there's crime, right? And so, yeah, here there's. Yeah, and so they were like, also, like, I would hear in the news saying, like, oh, you know, like, uh, um, you gotta be careful, you know, during the World Cup, because there's gonna be a lot of crime, and usually the crime tends to increase and stuff like that. But given that it's my first World Cup, I don't know how it's been in previous other, I mean, just from what I've read and I've mm-hmm. heard, but everyone's so, like, into, like, the game and into, like, you know what I mean? Like, South Africa was really, like, a. If a country is given the the uh, the choice to host a World Cup, I feel that it, like you know people, even if you're not a soccer fan, you know mm-hmm. you just kind of like you know you you take it in, you know because it, it just like the, the it's what like I'm an tra- honor. Yeah, exactly. You know, it shoots up their economy, you know, and it just it's it's all pretty much though. There's a lot of politics and a lot of like uh, things about like how they I don't want to get into the poli- yeah they run like FIFA that. and stuff like that yeah but um. Yeah, like you would have been, I think you would have been perfect in Brazil because South Africa was was sweet, and we were all we were going all over the place where the games yeah. were at. So we never saw anything that you know, people getting mugged or anything like that. Yeah, I feel like when it when they do it, I feel like with every country, especially in uh, like countries that are heavily populated, um, with like you know 
I guess maybe like, you know, in like South America, you know, in Africa, just countries that are not European countries. I feel like the news kind of um, puts more emphasis. Yes. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. I agree. And it's I feel like, no, it's not really like that. Mm-hmm. But I had never been, so I didn't really know. But I feel like something like the World Cup would like bring people together and unite them and just like um just like in a sense of like camaraderie like right. you know right. we are watching this game that we all love and exactly um one of the games that i that i was fortunate enough to attend to was the brazil netherlands game mm-hmm. and brazil got eliminated by the netherlands mm-hmm. th- during that game this was at port elizabeth um and Brazilians, I mean, as you might already know, they love they love soccer. They love soccer. That's that's you know, I mean, they have the most World Cups. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so you would think that you know, like after the game, you know, tensions flare up within the, you know within the the uh, losing team. Yeah, the losing team and this and that. But even then, I mean, you know, like the, I I literally, which was crazy, I literally saw grown men as well as like kids like as i don't know the the youngest i saw was like maybe he must have been like four crying but i'm talking about crying because they lost so they're really passionate about the, the love yeah. of the game and I would, yeah i would feel like people would be more like sad that yeah. they that they got eliminated instead of being like angry right and then after after the game you know i mean sometimes a lot you're of, angry yeah like the Noira Penal time. Oh man, don't even get me started. With I that. didn't cry. I was very pissed off. <laughs> I was so like, <laughs> it was, was just. Like, Did what? And looking around and everyone's right. just like very confused. Like what? Because huh? we saw that game in LA at the when they would. I don't know if they're still doing it or they're gonna do it again this year at the Nike the Nike store. Oh, they had I, and, like oh, downtown. Okay. They they would like projected and mm-hmm. like everyone has like chairs and i think that since it was a mexico game they had mariachi and they oh, had tacos yeah. and i think the beer was free what yeah i'm pretty Mexicans. sure and then i was just like you know picking up stuff and i was like no what yeah. everyone's like no no screaming yeah. and brian's just like i'm like was it was it and brian since brian's i'm mexican my husband is not he's just like i mean i don't and i'm like brian you be careful with what you say. Look that around wasn't. you, Brian. Look around you. <laughs> Choose your words I'm wisely. Like, You're in downtown LA. Um. Yeah. No. Yeah. So. 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 Um. I remember. I was actually. I went to La Plaza del Sol here in in um. What is it? By like the 91, the 105, by like Commerce. Commerce. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, no, that's. Isn't it Commerce? No, it's not Commerce. No, Commerce is off of the is by the five freeway. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. By the 91, you know how they have the Plaza del Sol. Yes. Or Plaza Mexico, I believe. Plaza Mexico. Plaza Mexico. Mm-hmm. That's where I watched the game, and yeah, the same. But um, yeah, even after the, even after they, they, you know, they lost the game, and then there's traffic, so then there's people set up, you know, after the game, just kind of thank you, kind of like a uh, hanging out, and you didn't see any like Netherlands and Brazilians going at like, it. They were oh, just, you know, everybody you. was like, yeah, was like talking about the game, having a couple of drinks, and so I don't really see it. It's like crime, you know. It's more of like you said, like people are are united even though their team wins or loses it's like for the love of the game you know yeah it's a beautiful game yeah it is and you play right yes. is that why you're so into so yeah. passionate about it yeah yeah um i've been fortunate enough to to, to still be playing though after uh, after a lot of incidents that have occurred while playing i broke my foot broke my <laughs> nose and um but i still you know i'm i'm still there i'm still there i love it yeah no my i have my uncle in mexico um 
he's oh my god my uncle must be my tío Serafín must be in his late 60s and he plays every Tuesday and mm, a lot of Saturdays or Sundays mm-hmm. but he, he's in a league and they mm-hmm. play every Tuesday night mm-hmm. and yeah. when I go he's like mija vas a venir a mi juego and yeah. I'm like yeah like we'll go but I, I never like managed to get to like land like when when he's like playing mm-hmm. or like I'll, I'll get there like the day after and he'll be oh. like you missed my game I'm like no but yeah <laughs> he'll they'll want to play with like Brian because Brian plays yeah. I've so, actually been fortunate enough to play with Brian oh he's when not that good teams, He's good. He's nah. good. He's a good defender. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> he's he's actually he has a lot of hustle, you know. Which is, you know, soccer is half you know skill and half hustle. You know, if you're if you're like, if you lose the ball but you you know you fight to get it back, you know, mm-hmm. um, that's kind of like half of the you know half of the 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 skill there, you know, because it's back and forward, you know. So he's, you know, he's good. Oh, okay. Maybe so. I that's why I want to go to a World Cup with him. So yeah. you're you want to go to the next one? Yeah, I am. Um, I mean, how, how sure do you think that's you what I was going to say? Happen? I can. I, it's like don't count. What is it? Don't don't count your chickens before they hatch. Before they hatch. But I want to say if everything goes well, I'd be done with grad school. I'd hopefully I'd be you know stable enough. I'd be married, so I'd I'd be I'd take Fabiola with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like ninety percent sure I'll go. Okay. Yeah. You have to start like your your airfare money now, right? Just putting it away. Yeah, I mean, I, you got four years to save yeah, up. Yeah, you can do years. it. Yeah, I, that's what I'm saying. Four years. I mean, if it's you want to totally, go, yeah. I mean, it, heaven forbid, like any other right thing that's out of your control happens. Mm-hmm. But if everything is going like it's going now, then I don't see. Neither, yeah, I if yeah, that's why I'm saying like 90% sure because you know, God forbid something happens along the way. But if everything just stays, you the know, same. the same. Then it'd be a hundred percent. Oh, so I just yeah. You should come with. Tell I Brian know. for I, years. I think I told Brian, and he was like, "Nah, you, it's too hot there." Oh my god. He's. I have to have a talk with that. You guy. really should have a talk with him. Okay, so we're gonna wrap up the episode, but I have one last question for you. Okay. Um, since the U.S. isn't in the World Cup. They've mm-hmm. been eliminated, or they didn't make it. They, yeah, they didn't qualify. They didn't qualify, which so was who a are shocker. You, who are you rooting for? So definitely first team. Though I just watched the score, and Brian was telling me like <laughs> uh, Mexico lost two zero against Denmark. Oh. Um, Mexico, Mexico for sure. Okay, uh, that's my. That's who you're rooting for. That's who I'm rooting and for. And who do you think, it's like in it. your mind, is probably gonna win? Like in your heart, obviously Mexico's gonna right. win. Right. But all the teams that are there, very talented players, experienced, right. you know, countries. I think um, obviously Germany and Brazil are always favorites, you know, mm-hmm. because they're just, you know, Argentina as well. But Argentina had a difficult time getting through the Conmebol to, to qualify for the World Cup. So I feel that they just can't, Messi can't do everything. So with that said, um, you know who I think might win the World Cup? France. That's who Brian said too. Yeah. France has a really good team right now. France yeah, is he really. Said France. Yeah. And I was like, "Ooh, you think France is gonna win?" He's like, "No, don't say that. Like <laughs> that they're gonna win." He's like, "I'm just right now, they're looking like the best." Yeah, France is looking really good. They have really good players, and um, Germany again. You know, Germany won the last World Cup, and so they're always favorites. Brazil, I think Brazil's. You can is, only pick one. Yeah. France. Who is it? France. France. 
That's who you put your money on. That's how I put my money on. What about Mexico? Oh, definitely. <laughs> Mex- I mean, look, my heart is Mexico. And I have to be realistic here. You know, as much as it hurts me, you know, being Mexican, um, we, we, we still we haven't made that that leap yet. We're right there. You know, it's just we need to make that that jump that's going to that's going to put things in perspective and it's going to make us actually like one of the top, you know, top teams. But as of right now, with Osorio and then the I mean, if this podcast was about World Cup. Soccer. Exactly, oh, my God. We, I, just, we just like <laughs> changed it all up. Yeah. But um, yeah. So Mexico in my heart would make it to, would win the World Cup. But, you know, technically or like looking at the players individualistically and stuff, I think France. Okay. France. Well, um, and what's what's a city? Oh, Okay, so one more question. Janine right. added this one. What's a, what's a country that you would like to see host a future World Cup so that you could go to it? Like, if you were able to go to a World Cup, mm-hmm. where would you want it to be so that you could, like, go see that country? You know what? Ironically enough, um, I would like for it to be in the continent of Africa again. Oh, okay. Yeah. I would like for it to be, like, in like Nigeria. Nigerians are really big. I I've had the privilege of playing with Nigerians and knowing Nigerians mm-hmm. too. They're really big soccer fans as well. So I would like it to be like in Nigeria. That would be to me would be ideal and I would definitely go. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on thank you for and having me. um sharing your World Cup experience and your South African experience. Um well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. This was fun. Okay, well, so that's our episode today. Thank you for everyone for listening. Um, if you want any more tips and to see pictures, um, you can follow us at me, Martha Gets It, even though my pictures are now just of the baby. Uh, you can follow Janine at Le Wild Explorer on Instagram and Twitter. And if you have any questions, please email us, um, comment, message us on anything uh we love hearing from you guys and we love getting your questions um special thanks to our guest david and to janine for hosting and to aj for our music so thanks everyone bye